0: All right, let's turn in our Bibles over to Matthew chapter number 5. Gospel of Matthew chapter number 5. Good to be out in the Lord's house on this Monday. And let me make mention on the left-hand side as you go out, we've got a few newsletters. I've got some more in the car if we run out and some schedules. And I'd ask you to go by there and pick one of those up, if you will, and at least put one of the schedules in your Bible and uh, stay up with us where we're at in prayer. I've got a five-minute daily radio broadcast out of the Bavard stations and then also down in Alabama and it reaches around the world by way of internet and every day we come on tell them where we're at, where we're preaching, what mission project we're involved in and uh, then preach on the Word of God and I try to keep people informed because the Apostle Paul, when you think about this, here's a man that God used to raise the dead Uh, to see multitudes saved, to witness and preach before kings, man that was uh, killed and left for dead outside Lystra, and yet called up into the third heaven and saw things unlawful, came back, and all of that, and yet he looked at those believers and said, Brethren, pray for us. Be helpers together with us by prayer. Paul knew as he wrestled against the beast of Ephesus that he needed prayer support. I put out a newsletter every quarter, and I can almost tell when folks start getting those newsletters because you feel, uh, boy, uh, just a relief and uh, the presence of God, and you know that folk are just bumped and reminded to pray for you. I think I ought to send one out every two weeks, amen, and maybe get folks stirred up to pray for us, but uh, uh, we do that on purpose, but thank you for being here tonight, and I appreciate God's goodness. In verse number 1 of chapter 5 of Matthew, And seeing the multitudes, He, Jesus, went up into a mountain. And when He was set, His disciples came to Him, and He opened His mouth and taught them, saying, Lord, we plead the blood of Jesus over the message tonight. We ask You to direct us in the path You'd have us to go. Lord, I pray You put this Word down deep in hearts by the grace of God. Lord, I pray You'd bind the devil. Lord, I know we're in a spiritual warfare, and I ask You to bind Satan in every power of hell, where there be a hedge about this place tonight. God, may You do as You said about the psalmist, give us a large pavilion, Lord, where You're manifest, and the glory of Your presence is here, and Satan is driven far, far from us, and Our ears are open, our eyes are enlightened, and God, our souls are challenged and dealt with. You'd help us, Lord, to yield ourselves to your precious word. God, God, the meditation of our hearts now will give you all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen. You may be seated. i I wrestled this message around all day long. And I feel like God wants us to preach on the subject, the mountain of exposition. The mountain of exposition. We're looking at some of the mountains in Matthew. And Matthew is the majestic gospel of the King. And what more befitting than for the King of glory to go to these mountain peaks and tops and do His divine work. I mean, it's just a beautiful backdrop for those things that he wanted to teach and wanted to say. We found him being taken up into an exceeding high mountain. Last night in Matthew 4, there we saw the mountain of temptation, and the devil came at Jesus with everything that he had, but Jesus came triumphant and victorious over it all uh, by using it is written And yielding to the Father, not letting the devil have any ground or any foothold whatsoever. He did not sin, he could not sin, he would not sin. And he overcame Satan in every point that you and I are tempted in every day. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, and the pride of life. And he comes off that mountain in triumphant glory as the angels are worshiping him and declaring him to be as holy as he was when he was making worlds. Now, not far down the road, he goes to another mountain. In chapter 5, and verse 1, he saw the multitudes, and Jesus went up into a mountain. And when he was said, his disciples came unto him, and he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, I've been to that place they call the Mount of Beatitudes. And uh, the professors of the day say, well, there's no way Jesus could have preached to those thousands and them hear him clearly. But I'll never forget going there. I was with Brother Ralph Sexton, Sr. and Brother Estes Perkle and Brother Ralph Sexton, Jr. And I was just about 19 years old when I was on this trip. And so they handed me, actually, I had a tape recorder. And they said, we want you to go down in the valley there. And it's about a quarter of a mile or so. And I turn your tape recorder on. So I ran all the way down that mountainside. I got down to the bottom. I could barely see them up there. And Brother Estes Perkle opened up Matthew chapter number 5, and he said, all right, record. And I began to record, and just in a voice like this, he began to read, blessed are they that mourn. And I could hear him just as clear as you could hear me. And I recorded those beatitudes that he gave us. You know, the Lord knows how to make an amphitheater. He knows how to make an auditorium. He knows how to reach people and speak to you. And the Lord was able to do all this because He's the master of sound. He's the master of the world. And he, he knows all about what it takes to get His word out and get the people's heart and ears where they can understand. I'm glad, thank God, God can get to you. I was in India preaching one time. Brother Chris Pethel, who's now in heaven, was with me on this trip. And they had several of us sitting up on the platform and I got up and preached that uh, day. It was in the middle of the day. We probably had 1,500 people there or so. And Brother Chris had his video camera, and he was just videoing from up there while I was preaching the Word of God. Well, we gave the invitation. There several folk came, and uh, there was a young lady that came and got saved, her and her two sisters that were there. And here's the story. Afterward, they came and told me that the girl was deaf and dumb. And they didn't interpret the message to her through sign language. They could barely communicate with her. But somehow God got a hold of her heart and she got saved by the grace of God. I preached on Calvary and them nailing Jesus and him hanging on the cross and God somehow, I don't know how I did it, but he opened the eyes of her understanding and she got saved by the grace of God. No, Brother Chris had it right there on video as that girl was just watching and looking and God is speaking to her heart. I'm glad he's got a way of speaking to you and speaking to me. Now, wouldn't you have loved to have gone to this mountain? Wouldn't you have loved to sit down and had the Lord of glory begin to expound the Word of God to you? Would that have been a blessing? Boy, you come here tonight and say, Oh, I'm coming to hear Brother Andy. Hi. I am nothing in comparison to him. I mean, I'm just a dirtbag, but think about sitting at the feet of the Lord of glory and Him begin to expound and expose His Word on a first-hand basis clearly in the language that you can understand. I don't know if I'm going to preach on these texts tonight, but I am going to preach another man's sermon, and that man is Christ Jesus, the Lord. And if you'd like to go hear Jesus preach and wonder what He would preach, if He came here to Broad River Baptist Church, here's what He would preach. You can follow along with me, or you can listen. But I'm going to preach Jesus' message word for word. So you hang on for the ride. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. For they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad. For great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. Ye are the salt of the earth. But if the salt hath lost its savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle. And put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not come to destroy but to fulfill. For verily I say unto you, Till heaven and earth pass, one shot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law till it all be fulfilled. Whosoever therefore shall break one of these least commandments and shall teach men so, he shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But whosoever shall do and teach them, the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I say unto you, that except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, ye shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. Ye have heard that it was said by them of old time, Thou shalt not kill, and whosoever shall kill shall be in danger of the judgment. But I say unto you, that whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. And whosoever shall say unto his brother, Raka, shall be in danger of the council. But whosoever shall say, Thou fool, shall be in danger of hell fire. Therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar, and there rememberest that thy brother hath aught against thee, leave there thy gift before the altar and go thy way. First be reconciled to thy brother. And then come and offer thy gift. Agree with thine adversary quickly whilst thou art in the way, lest at any time the adversary deliver thee to the judge, and the judge deliver thee to the officer, and thou be cast into prison. Verily I say unto thee, Thou shalt by no means come out thence, till thou hast paid the uttermost farthing. Ye have heard that it was said of them of old time, Thou shalt not commit adultery, but I say unto you that whosoever looketh on a woman to lust after her hath committed adultery with her already in his heart. And if thy right eye offend thee, pluck it out and cast it from thee. For it is profitable for thee that one of thy members should perish, and not that thy whole body should be cast into hell. If thy right hand offend thee, cut it off, and cast it from thee. For it is profitable for thee that if one of thy members should perish, and not that thy whole body should be cast into hell. It hath been said, Whosoever shall put away his wife, let him give her a writing of divorcement. But I say unto you that whosoever shall put away his wife's saving for the cause of fornication causeth earth to commit adultery. And whosoever shall marry her that is divorced committeth adultery. Again, ye have heard that it hath been said of them of old time, Thou shalt not forswear thyself, but thou shalt perform unto the Lord thine oath. But I say unto you, Swear not at all, neither by heaven, for it is God's throne, nor by the earth, for it is His footstool, neither by Jerusalem, For it is the city of the great king. Neither shalt thou swear by thy head, because thou canst not make one hair white or black. But let your communication be yea, yea, nay, nay. For whatsoever is more than these cometh of evil. Ye have heard that it has been said, An eye for an eye, and a tooth for a tooth. But I say unto you, that you resist not evil, but whosoever shall smite thee on thy right cheek, turn to him the other also. And if any man will sue thee at the law, and take away thy coat, let him have thy cloak also. And whosoever shall compel thee to go a mile, go with him twain. Give to him that asketh thee. And from him that would borrow of thee, turn not thou away. Ye have heard that it has been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. But I say unto you, love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. And pray for them which deceitfully use you and persecute you. that Ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven, For he maketh his son to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. For if ye love them which love you, what reward have ye? Do not even the publicans the same? And if ye salute your brethren only, what do ye more than others? Do not even the publicans so? Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. Take heed that ye do not your alms before men, to be seen to them, otherwise ye have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. Therefore when thou doest thine alms, do not sound a trumpet before thee, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. For when thou dost alms, let not thy left hand know what thy right hand doeth. That thine alms may be in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret himself shall reward thee openly. And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are. For they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward, but thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet. And when thou shut thy door, pray to thy Father which is in secret. Thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. And when you pray, use not vain repetition as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Be not ye therefore like unto them, for your Father knoweth what things ye have need of before ye ask. After this manner therefore pray ye, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Moreover, when ye fast, Be not as the hypocrites of a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces that they may appear unto men to fast. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou fastest, anoint thine head and wash thy face. That thou appear not unto men to fast, but unto thy Father which is in secret. Thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon the earth where moth and rust doth corrupt and where thieves break through and steal. But Lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. The light of the body is the eye. And if therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness. No man can serve two masters. For either he'll hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold of the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body what ye shall put on. Is not the life more than meat and the body than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubic unto his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. Yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothe the grass of the field, which is today, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, oh, ye of little faith? Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things, but seek ye first, the kingdom of God, and here's righteousness. All these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Judge not that ye be not judged. For with what judgment ye judge ye shall be judged, And with what manner ye meet, it shall be measured unto you again. And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye? But considereth not the beam that is in thine own eye. Or will thou say to thy brother, Let me pull out the mote out of thine eye, and behold, a beam is in thine own eye? Thou hypocrite, first cast out the beam of thine own eye. Then shalt thou see clearly to cast out the moat out of thy brother's eye. Give not that which is holy unto the dogs. Neither cast ye your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under feet, and turn again and rend you. Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For every one that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be open. Or what man is there of you, whom, if his son ask bread, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he give him a serpent? If he then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father which is in heaven? Give good things to them that ask Him. Therefore, all things whatsoever ye would, that men should do to you, do ye even so to them. For this is the law and the prophets. Enter ye in at the straight gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth the destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are raving wolves. Ye shall know them by their fruits. The men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles. Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, But a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewed down, cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits ye shall know them. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works? Then I'll profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell and great was the fall of it. And it came to pass when Jesus had ended these sayings, the people were astonished as his doctrine, for he taught them as one having authority, not as Christ. Did God do any convicting in your heart? Did God say anything to you? If Jesus came to Broad River Baptist Church, this would be the first message he preached. We I want us to bow our heads and hearts. I've got a whole stack of notes of exposition on this mountain, but as I prayed about it, I thought, Lord, you're able to clearly and plainly speak to us through your word. I just want to ask you something. What did he say to you? Are you here lost without God? Are you going to be in that crawl, uh, crowd that He'll say, Depart your curse into everlasting fire? Are we sitting here tonight that our lives need to be rectified and corrected? Begin to seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Get our eyes on His kingdom and His will. Trust Him to add all the other things to us. Or are we pursuing things with a wild fervor without seeking God or without thinking what's the eternal consequences of all this? God spoke to you tonight about any matter. you want to slip out and come talk to the Lord about it in this altar, I'd invite you to come. Join these praying here around the altar. Come on right now. Without any playing, without any singing. If you were sitting there and Jesus stood and he spoke, this is what he'd say. Did Jesus say anything to you tonight? Something you want to bring before his feet? Something you want to ask him about? Something you want to turn over to him? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Boy, he covers a lot of issues in my life in these verses. This sermon touched on a lot of things that I needed touching on. Christians like Christ. I'll never be perfect on this side, but he said you strive for that perfection. you want to come pray, come on right now. Flip on out. Join these seeking the Lord around the altar. Our Lord, we look to you as the author and finisher of our faith, and I thank you, Jesus, that you came on the scene, not being like the Pharisees and the scribes, hollowness and emptiness and shallowness and things that just bounced off the church walls and they went on home without doing anything about it. But Lord, You took to the mountaintop and You preached to the multitudes these precious truths that are before us. You opened up Your mouth with the very first word of telling us how to be blessed. God, we are interested in being a blessed people and I know, Lord Jesus, there are so many areas in our life that You've touched on tonight. The Lord need redirect and need correct and need help. Lord, we need spiritual understanding and guidance of the whole of the writ of the Word of God. Lord Jesus, I pray that you would help us to commit our souls unto thee, and Lord, yield our hearts unto your will in our lives. And Lord, I know that being a Christian in this world is so different than uh, the ways of the world. You said your thoughts are not our thoughts, and your ways are not our ways. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are your Thoughts and ways higher than ours. And God, I pray that you'd help us, Lord, to mourn. You said, Blessed are they that mourn. God, there's plenty for us to mourn in this scripture over and to acknowledge our shortcomings and our failures and our sins. And or to acknowledge our needs before you tonight. God, I pray you'd revive our souls and help us not to escape. But I'm glad, Lord, you have written this text down so. When the people leave, they don't have to refer to a tape. They don't have to refer to what some preacher said. But, Lord, we can refer to what you said. Lord, we can take it as it truly is, the Word of God, and have you to appoint those things and point out those things in our life. God, I do pray that you would help us, Lord, and you would revive us again. Help us, God, not to be as the hypocrites. Help us, God, to uh, resist that. And help us, oh God, to cleave to that which is true and that which is right, that which is full, that which is holy. Lord, I pray you'd help us to react in a proper manner, in a proper way, when all these things come upon us that you warned us of. That even in these harsh days, let us rejoice because you've let us be worthy to suffer persecution in this hour. God, I pray that you'll bless your people, bless this church, strengthen us together in your might and in your divine grace. Help us to take to heart that which you said tonight. We plead the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. God, we commend this word to you. Speak and do for us what only you can. In Jesus' name we do pray, for his name's sake. Hallelujah and amen. Thank you.